What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Middle cough! Hey, B, birthday! Hey, You're just coming up in a couple of days. Is this the uh, Haberman Middlecoff birthday week? This is birthday week on the show. That's right. Me the fourth, <laughs> you the sixth. You know, a cu- couple, uh, couple guys just turning 31 and 32, huh? That's right. <laughs> who do you, who, who yeah. gets, who's born on the sixth? Do you know who you share? I know I got Tony La Russa uh, in the bag. I've got our high school buddy Chris Schickadance in the bag with <laughs> yeah. me. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have, I, I don't know any famous people born on my day. Middlecoff? Yeah, we'll that's it. Check. Are you doing anything fun for your birthday today? Uh, a lot of football. I went to a bakery today called the Noe Valley Bakery, where you, where you can buy ice uh, a cake by the slice. You can get like a flight yeah. of cake, but it's full slide full size pieces. We got Oreo and got what I thought was uh, Tris Leches, but it turned out to be coconut pineapple. It was fantastic. It, it's weird, like you know, in the prime of your life, kind of us. You know, mid-30s. Not too old, but it's not like you're young and feeling... It's just... It's kind of in no man's land. I, I don't... I don't not like this age range. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I'm <laughs> yeah. just... I'm just kind of indifferent to it, you know? How and about- I, I enjoy... Li- I enjoy my life more than ever, but just the actual age number, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I did wake up today at 35 with like, ooh, uh, <laughs> on the backside yeah. of 30. <laughs> I did... Cr- it definitely crossed my mind. You got... See, uh, I... I think it, I think when you go bald a little earlier, you just come to you, grips you, with age, <laughs> you know. So it's like, yeah, I've been living like a guy in his thirties when I was twenty eight, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, LeBron James Jr. turns uh, okay, okay, turns sixteen on uh, okay. Tuesday with you, and Trevor Lawrence turns twenty one. I uh, like that, yeah, and um, uh, I don't know Elizabeth Shue. Turns okay. uh, fifty-seven, but you wouldn't know she, it. Oh, gosh, she looks good. All right, there you so go. Birthday week uh, starting with uh, <laughs> some gambling losses, Niner loss. You know, it hasn't been the greatest football day, that's for sure. No, Derek Rose also October four. By the way, happy birthday, Derek. Oh, D Rose. Mm-hmm. 
Kind of resurrected his career. Oh, Russell Simmons. Give me some of that. Podcast, oh. uh, happy birthday to everybody having a birthday this week. It is Ham Birthday Week. We're celebrating all week with free podcasts and promo codes. Yeah. Libras for life. Libras. It's a big Libra show. Podcast Libras brought to you life. by... Somebody uh, tweeted at me the day, like, what's the Ease promo code for returning users? And I said, I'm, we're not allowed to put it in print. So you yeah. have to listen closely. Ease 10 for a returning ha- Ham 10. Ham 10. Ham 10. God. Ham 10. Thank you. I think we can't. I think we can put it in print. She's cool really? with it. Okay. Yeah. Ham put 10. It, we can put it in print. Ham 10. Ease.com promo code ham10 for returning users or just ham if you're a first time user, 20 bucks off, $50 or more. Yep. Ease.com, E A Z E.com. Go to the website, check it out. Pre rolls, vapes, uh, obviously edibles, topicals. Love a good topical. You know, you're feeling cr- cranky knee, cranky ankle. I know. A lot of guys in this Eagle Diner game need some topicals all over their body. Mullins just needs to douse himself with a topical oh. and just see what happens. Ease.com. Promo code HAM for first-time users, $20 off, purchase of $50 or more, or HAM10, like Guy said, of uh, returning users, get a little 10%, get a little haircut, you know? You're like, whoa, 80 bucks goes to, seven, you know, goes to, uh, what's, eight, eight. Uh, 72. That's right. And you help us out. Yeah. You, you you help us out. Yeah. So it's a double whammy. Uh, Got to be 21 or over, get up verified online in minutes, and um, uh, yeah, then it's delivered to you in minutes. Very simple. Ease.com, yeah. promo code HAM, or uh, promo code HAM20. I just... Something just clicked in my head today that I've been marinating on for two days, and I actually had forgotten about it, and you, this is going to make you feel so good. This is going to make you feel so good. Did did Alyssa text you yesterday? Y- yes. I just, it just clicked in my head. I looked at her, I looked over at her yesterday, and she's like, don't look at my phone. And I go, she's texting in her phone, you know what your name is in her phone? And I didn't. I didn't remember it. She's had it in there for 15 years, probably. And I didn't remember who that is. She has never changed it. What does it say? Ben Affleck. I guess when you guys met, she thought you looked like Ben Affleck. Oh, God. Is that the I mean, story? That, I, I, the I take story. that as a compliment. Yeah. You know? And that's a couple guys like 6'4, good hair back in the day. <laughs> and that's what, and I was like, she's like, I saw it, but I didn't know. I was like, I don't remember who that's a fake name for. And yeah, it didn't just register. hit me. Mm. Well, that's, I, th- you, I knew you'd like that. I think you're happier so, these yeah. days than Affleck. <laughs> I always look so bummed out when I see a photo of him. Yeah, he's uh, he's up and down. You know, if you get him on the right day, you're like, God, he's got the world by the balls. If you get him on the wrong day, you're like, God, this guy needs some rehab. Then he, I think he has a big back tattoo. The story uh, is, John, she, she called you that in college when you had hair was the explanation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I had some thick brown hair guy. You know, it wasn't quite your hair, but it's uh, it existed. A long time ago, uh, but I mean, come on, that's that's you know, back in the day, that's I mean, that's still that's a good compliment uh, now. But even then, guy, yeah, I, t- I take I'll take Ben Affleck t- till the cows come home. Uh, podcast brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code Ham One, Ham One, yeah, Ham One. Uh, We're losers. We, yeah, we did our lock did not hit this week, but no. Back on the we horse. got greedy. I thought we got greedy, and it's but it was aggressive play using my birthday we- money on Monday Night Football, maybe. Do you like the the uh, Chiefs minus eleven and a half? Is that what it was? We got year? a lot. We got a lot of football guys going on tomorrow, right? I guess we're recording. If you're listening to this tonight, yeah, we got doubleheader. I, you know, if I, I'm game. You want to peek? I, what do you want? Chris you want Rogers, Chris Bassett, you want Lance McCullers. Would you like to do like a four team parlay? Chiefs, uh, Rogers, 
A's? Yankees? Padres? Pa- oh, Do the Padres, Padres play tomorrow? Uh, uh, Tuesday. Padres-Dodgers starts with great series. padres Do- I mean, So, listen, guy. Anything you want to gamble on, mybookie.ag. I just realized, I'm like, God, it, my account is just greatly diminished, and I realize I've lost a lot. We Then we lost today, so just the overall number. And then I'm like, God, I, I think I'm like missing 100 bucks. Then I realized I had, I just put 100 on the heat, just out of an FU to the Lakers. And I, I didn't even Did know hit? they were playing today. Well, no, well, I'm just mean for the series. They're oh. still alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy Butler had to score 75, 20, and 10 for them to win a game. But hey, uh, mybookie.ag, promo code AM1, baseball playoffs. It is fun to gamble on. Like you could, I actually think the Padres are just a sneaky upset special for the Dodgers. They can hit. Uh, obviously, f- we got multiple football games tomorrow. I've getting so many people every day texting me. Where do you where do you gamble? I I know people in college football that text me. Hey, my uh, I was telling my dad about it. He wants to get into it. I'm like mybookie.ag promo code ham one. Gamble on whatever you want. Golf. We got all these random tournaments every week. You get dabble in that. Ser- Sergio Formula had a big one. win apparently. But did you know Sergio uses a TaylorMade Sim driver, but is not sponsored by TaylorMade? So TaylorMade did an Instagram post congratulating the winner of the Sanderson Cup farms open whatever but they couldn't actually put sergio's name because people replied like who who what who won? <laughs> what are you talking about um mybookie.ag I did, I did, I did am one use the promo code even if you use the promo code you have the choice to accept or decline the bonus if you accept the bonus you have to you know bet the bonus so before you can withdraw any money so just fyi you know go through those rules before you do it just to be sure uh you, you know exactly what you're doing, but you can always decline it. We accept, uh, we appreciate the promo code either way. You know, when uh, Sergio grips the club and he like does a million times mm-hmm. before he hits, mm-hmm. that's what style. I was like today, p- p- pacing around the, the house, just praying to God, like some crazy fumble would happen, lead to a touchdown and we'd win a bet. And that's not what happened in any no. of the games. That but I we'll, we'll get to more of that. I think the first <laughs> thing we got to do is react to Sunday night football. Yes. Real nail biter. Uh, was boring for a while, I'm going to be honest. Stayed locked in because I'm a professional, just like you. But, um, you know, Niners, it was one of those where they looked like they were the better football team, but they clearly didn't have the best playmaker on the field. A bunch of penalties, it felt like. I don't know what the final box was. Was not impressive. We'll get to the quarterback thing. They need Jimmy back. Bethard comes into this game. I mean, it was really a messy. Did it feel like that way to you, a messy game? Yeah, seven eight at halftime, right? And just felt kind of blah. Mullins threw a bad pick right before half. Uh, but he wasn't I, done. I, I I think it no fuck he wasn't. I, I I think it played out a lot like we had assumed. Like this is not gonna look like the last two weeks. This team just has clearly more impact players. Wentz, I mean, was the number two overall pick and really just a elite talent in the league. They, they have Brandon Graham, when I first got hired with the Eagles, was our number one overall pick. I think he picked him like 11. To play with Fletcher Cox and uh, the dude they drafted a couple years ago from Tennessee, Barnett. Like, they have pass rushers, right? Now, and Darius Slay is a good player. Miles Sanders is a second-round pick. Their receivers, I don't even know who they are. But I just thought it was two teams that are kind of undermanned. The Eagles probably a little more than the Niners, I think it's fair to say, right? With Kittle and Debo and Ayuk back, it kind of felt a little more normal. But, like, I watched... Like, listen, I have a respect for Jarek McKinnon. He battled back from those ACLs. And he's still a solid player, but his nickname's Jet. When you watch him play, do you think, like, that's Jet? <laughs> no, but he I do think hard. that not, guy's good. Fat. I do think he's good. No, I do, too. I, I do, too. But he's... 
he is, Mozart is better, you know, I think dramatically when it comes to his speed. Like, there's a speed element they miss. And, like, you just could feel it. Like, the Niners couldn't take away. I think a huge part of the elephant in the room here is the quarterback play was just kind of all over the map. And same with Wentz. Like, I, Wentz was kind of struggling. He had some throws where he was just like, geez, Louise, Carson. Yeah. There was one pass that, like, Carson, it, the guy was wide open, like a little running back coming yeah, across well, the middle. I, I and know. Carson threw a fastball. It's like, Jesus Christ. He threw one Phillip Rivers ball. You know, we were doing a little pregame preview, and Phillip throws one ball a game. You're like, that, that was not even close. And Wentz threw one like that. I mean, so what would it end up being for them? 18 offensive points for Philly, which if you told me coming into the game, Philly would have 18 offensive points, not counting the pick six. I would have taken it. Uh, it. It also is somewhat, you know, the Niners secondary, like, uh, not that he's it, not that he's done anything, but J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was out. Aguilar's out. Deshaun's out. Um, di- I guess what I'm Aguilar's getting at the, the Raiders. Sorry, not Nelson Aguilar. Uh, what's his name from the Bears? Al- Alshon. Alshon. I was thinking of Aguilar because uh, Michael Fulham, Football FC, or whatever the name of the guy that caught that game-winning touchdown is, where's 13. Have you ever heard of that guy? No, he went to Old Dominion, John. I've never, I never heard of the guy. But I guess what I'm getting at is, is this a game they should have won? And I think it's easy to say no. It's understandable to say no. But, I mean, Mullins made mistakes that he had he has not made in the first two weeks uh, that he's played. The two interceptions, but, but, both were awful. But we've been talking about this for years. If I tell you you get two games with your backup quarterback, any team in the league, two games with your backup quarterback, this includes yeah. is Foles a backup quarterback now? Technically, he's a starter. But, like, you got to play two games with your backup quarterback. A true backup. Who you know yeah. the starter's going to come back. Yeah, Foles is now going to be the starter forever. A guy that's good, when he comes back, goes to the bench. I think you expect to win one out of two of them. And I think Niner fans, and just people in social media got in general, like, got this weird false sense of who Mullins was and just what the expectations should be. Like, the credit should go to Kyle for and early in the game. Kyle's scheming fucking use check wide open. He would have walked. To a, at least like the other forty, he he would have gone forty yards, right? He would have got tackled, but it would have been a massive gain. And to me, they just never had any really rhythm on offense. Beside, they get some plays on well, like the basic second drive. screen passes. Was that the second drive? The touchdown drive. The, the first drive they went three and out. Yeah, the drive that was Kittle, Kittle, Debo, Kittle, maybe McKinnon, Ayuk touchdown. Yeah. I mean that was a rhythm drive, right? That was the one. Well, like, wouldn't wow. you wouldn't you agree with those three guys back? And we had been talking about this leading up. I'm fascinated to see what it looked like. And you know what's pretty clear? Kittle's a superstar, and those two wide receivers are ballers. Like that's what you need. And now it's like comes on twofold: the quarterback who was shitty, but also was really shitty was the offensive line. Now those are big time defensive linemen, Fletcher Cox. I, I mean, Graham. he's going to have a Hall of Fame argument. Brandon Graham's a really good player. They worked him, guy. I mean, I some a little reminiscent of the Seattle game uh, last year at home when just clown who's kicking, just guys in the backfield, guys getting shoved back. False was, start by Trent Williams to start that last drive. He right? he was he wasn't that good that I he had some bad false starts. He got gave up the sack on uh, to Barnett. It was a first round pick, but I just thought Trent looked. 
just given his standard. Is Josh Sweat good tonight? Uh, I mean, he's just a freak athlete. I don't think he's you know some impact player right now. But like I, I look at the defense and went. I thought Robert Solid, those guys were just ready. Like everyone's like Dante Johnson. Yeah, Dante Johnson's like their seventh corner. He's going to give up some plays. But if you just give me that Almost effort a from pick. the defense every week, can you complain? I about thought that effort. I saw you defense? tweet this. I, I saw a couple of people tweet. Uh, I thought they were. I didn't see a team that like wasn't ready to play. Um, I thought they were ready to play. I thought to your point. I feel like we always look to your defense for that and offensive execution. There were a bunch of weird. A bunch of weird things happen, but I'm with you. I think their defense consistently flies around. I think their defense is consistently ready to play. They just, Kwan Williams gets hurt at the end of the third quarter, comes back in the fourth, gets hurt again. Um, like to me, the Rams today. I mean, were is Jason Fred their best corner? Come, is Jason Fred their best corner today, Sunday? Oh yeah, yes. You know, so I mean, most talented guy. Well, K Kwan Williams, who is like yeah. fighting a hip, a knee, an ankle. I mean, every play the guy goes down. I, that guy's a little war daddy. Uh, but Love back it. to what you said about ready to play. I, I'm telling you, like the the Rams won today. But anyone that watched that game knows they were sleep. Like that's not ready to play. Now they were playing a shitty opponent, so they get a win. To me, the Niners showed up ready to play, especially their core guys. And when you play a team that has some talent. If, if you don't execute, which the quarterback didn't, which, you know, on the one final drive, the, the DB just gets smoked down the corner by a dude that no one's, I would imagine, 99.9% .9 of people that are listening to this podcast or that watch this in the Bay Area have never heard of that kid. And that's, to me, if, if that had been Deshaun or Alshon or even, like, if Nelson Aguilar, like a guy, I think you could live with it. Appreciate you bringing Nelson back. But when you just get beat by a guy that, like, who? It's like, today, Kittle's kicking their ass. Like, I, I'm sorry, Eagle fans. Like, what? he's fucking best, one of the best players in the league. Like, there's nothing you can do to stop him. I can live with Kittle kicking my ass. I can't live with Fugelham beating me. You know? Fulgham. Fulgham. Do you think he, he, better be, he, better be, to, he better be ODU's leading receiver of all what's time? What's Robert Sala supposed to do? Like, let's double-team Fulgham. Like, I, I don't blame him. But my well, they God. they took Ertz away. What'd he do? Four, Four for catches, nine. nine yards. Yeah, Goddard was out too. I mean, they were like I think the easy play to forget, and we can talk more about this. When we get to Wentz later, but the play before the touchdown, or was it two plays before, where Wentz looks like he's going to get sacked, looks like he's going to run out of bounds, throws this crazy ball back across. It's going to set up like a third and five. Instead, there's a double penalty. The Eagles take the first down. I tweet how many yards do the Eagles give up, and a second later he throws a touchdown, and I delete the tweet because it was pointless at that point. Like you, you got beat in large part. I think a big part of losing was Carson Wentz. You didn't have your starting quarterback. They had Carson Wentz. Now we'll get to Jimmy. If Jimmy can come back, I think there is some. I think there should be some optimism because, like you said, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo is everything. Clearly, it's what Kyle imagined it to be, what he wants it to be, right? He can evaluate wide receivers. We agree with there. I mean, holy smokes. <laughs> and Kittle, like Kittle Kittle was playing like this was his last game of his career or oh something. Like God. Kittle, you'll never be able to play football again. Yeah, he had what was what was Kittle's line? 15 targets, 15 <laughs> catches, 183 and a touchdown. Kittle's like, yeah, I've missed the last two games. I gotta make up my stats. We he might, was a mother. We might look at his stats in the, the year and he hasn't lost anything. He felt like yeah, you he felt to me like they would just 
like Shaq in the post. But if you well, he he played a night where if I was a ten year old kid, I think I'd walk. I guess you don't go to school tomorrow. I'd zoom and tell my friends he's my favorite player of all time. Like I, I'd want my parents to order me everything George Kittle. I'd want hats. I'd want T-shirts. I'd be, I'd be making a Twitter account tweeting at him. I'd fucking love that guy. As just a fan of sports, your, your email would just I, I be mean, like Kittle fan yeah, eighty eight 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 eight. Just as a, as a lover of the sport of football, he is an enjoyable player to consume, right? Just, yeah. I mean, every time he's pivoting, he's he's using the hand to wipe out a helmet. He he was on a mission tonight. 15-183, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that. I would have guessed, before I looked at the box score, I would have guessed probably 13, like 130 in that touchdown. It didn't feel like 183, did it? I guess maybe those last couple, that last drive, he probably got a couple catches. Yeah, on. I guess we don't give him a target on the Hail Mary. Um, I thought he was going to catch that. I know you did. I, Debo almost had it, too. That Hail Mary almost Do you worked. give a target on the Hail Mary? Or I don't you just, think so. No. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, the one thing worked. is, guy... That, how about I mean now part part of the losing to a a max quarterback who had been playing really shitty, his numbers I mean I, I didn't think it was I great today. Pedestrian. I mean he was eighteen and twenty eight for basically two hundred yards, a touchdown, and a and that pick was pretty bad. No, he wasn't great, but he just it's made not like he was few, kicking your ass. But he was your he was their answer for Kittle, right? Yeah, and he happened he made to be the, the play that Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones could not make, right? He was a, I mean, he's just a completely different animal. He, made, he makes guys. plays that most guys don't make. Yeah. He's tough to sack. His problem right? is consistency, not that he doesn't have flash plays. And today, you know, on a on a normal day, you don't throw two picks and get a fumble from your quarterback. I mean, Mullins had three turnovers. You know the problem for the Niners? Is there's not more like Phillip Rivers in the league. Because they're in the backfield all the time. Just They just play these guys that can run away. Well, I like, did. That, that yeah. is their advantage over Jared Goff is... You are sitting duck like their their pressure is fantastic. It's just when you play mobile, Kyler's, Carson's, even like Daniel Jones, those guys are functional running. Uh, Josh Allen when they play him in the future, Cam Newton like that. It's just there's the, the great answer for a great pass rush is just a quarterback that can fucking move around. Because how many often was like Eric Armstead? How many times does he look at a quarterback and go, "That guy's a better athlete than me"? And the guy and he's making incredible plays, and Carson's taking off. Even Hyder, I was like, God, Hyder's all over the place and you can't catch him. I did think they Carson missed. did scramble out of a lot of sacks. They missed both it today. I mean, obviously, right? I'm not breaking news here, but to me, what well, they had the backup left tackle they, and Lane Johnson's in and out. They still had three sacks, but they it felt to me like they missed just like that the guy that can run with Carson that can chase him down. Right, he just. How many sacks would Bosa have had tonight? Probably two. I, I think two. I think a Bosa Buckner D line has six sacks today. But that Buckner's on another team and Bosa's hurt, so that's the reality. Yeah. It's stupid to do this, but just for fun, the 2019 defensive line healthy, or just just adding those those guys would have destroyed him tonight, right? Because neither offensive line. Because look at the look at the Eagles, like they do have premium defensive linemen, and they were kicking the Niners' ass. Yeah, and Mullins can't run around like Wentz, no. right? Mullen, and, and Mullins, Mullins freaks. Freaks when there's some pressure. Freaks. Carson, say one thing for Carson, even when he's off, he is kind of like as he's moving, like, hey guys, I've been playing this league. I I'm not freaking out. Right. Now, the ball then doesn't 
always go where it should, but he, he does look under control when he's moving. He is a... He's he got, really is a specimen. He, he's got more problems when he just hangs in the pocket than when he's on the move. Yeah, if I was him, I'd fucking move him all the time. I, I, were you a little shocked at the end of the game when they ultimately punted back to the Niners that they just ran it with him and just basically conceded? It did look like that was a design, just run and try and run some clock and out. And hit the ground? It? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. That was Do weird. Do you think that uh, the clock operator, one second, did you quite understand that one? <laughs> well, I saw people tweeting like, 202 you got to get this kick, onside kick, before the two-minute warning. And I'm thinking, that's impossible. What are you talking about? And then they have Robbie Gold do the line drive drop kick to the guy, and he bobbles it. Home field advantage, John. That's the only way to get it in 2020 NFL, I guess. I don't – I didn't quite. That, it was the time – the clock – that thing is egregious. Listen, I, I'm – I, I wanted the Niners to win, but that, the, that's like, how does anyone take that seriously? How about and the umpire going down? That was a break. That was pretty funny. But that no. was a break. It was a huge break. But did they did they restart the clock though? Right. The when clock they, when was he goes running. Like the Niners were going to spike the ball at like thirty one or twenty nine seconds. They put thirty. So they got a couple extra seconds. Yeah. Yeah. They put and they didn't and they didn't burn it down. That's they, what I'm they, saying. And so do they? Did they start the clock though? Well, the thir- when he goes to go to thirty four, did he start the clock on his signal? I think so. I think they have to on yeah. that situation, but. Um, it didn't feel like they did, they, but they got the snap off really quick. Not talking shit about the umpire, but when I saw him down, I'm like, God, did he just tear his Achilles? And then I saw the hit. I was like, he didn't really get hit that hard. I feel like maybe he got cleated or something. I don't know. Yeah. It, clearly, he looked like he was in pain. Now, then it's like, yeah, have Brandon Graham, 270 pounds, just like kick your ankle you in pads and cleats. So See how you feel, John. I mean, look, two and two. Uh, t- tell me if Garoppolo's coming back, and I'll tell you how I feel. If he's coming back, you go. The fact that the, the Kittle return was huge. And then if Sherman could be back next week, right? I think clearly you need him. Yeah. But I I do feel like defensively, from a pass rush linebacker safety standpoint, they're they're fine. It's not they don't have Bosa, but they can get by with all this other stuff. Those guys, you you've been you said it before the year. Watch out for my man Kerry Hyder. <laughs> <laughs> guys a beast. So yeah, to to me they they have a more. I, listen, we had no lives. We watched football all day, and there was a lot of shitty football on today. Their defense is good enough to win, make the playoffs. Relative to, it's not as good as last year. Relative to the rest of the NFL, it's fine. It's going to come down to, like what I've been saying about Carson Wentz. You can't fucking turn the ball over. I mean, it's just that simple. You can't throw picks. You can't do that. Well, like, do they win the game if Mullins picks, doesn't lose. throw up two interceptions today, Sunday night? Say that again. Do they win the game if Mullins doesn't throw two interceptions? One hundred percent. He cost but he's their quarterback. One of the, uh, that's where yeah. the that's that's where the Jimmy injury is just a killer. So time to talk about the 49ers quarterback situation. Nick Mullins throws two picks, loses a fumble. CJ Beathard. What if CJ Beathard had come back and won that thing for him? Uh, 14 of 19 guy, 138. He had a good, he had a good he outing. Bethard threw 19 passes? 19 passes, 14 and 19. How many did Mullins throw? Uh, 26. I don't even know how that's humanly possible, but with five minutes left in the game, he threw 19 passes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, he led him on a full drive, right? And then he basically led him on another drive. And he got, I, I think the two pointer counts. So and he happened threw, fast. He threw a great, I mean, as good a hail. I mean, is it a hail Mary from the 35? I mean, yeah, I guess it is depending on, Threw a, made a great throw into the end zone, but I 
you and I have been talking about this okay. because social media has been talking about this, but I saw a tweet within the last couple weeks that said 80% of American adults are not on Twitter. Mm, I saw Listen, that I, I don't use I don't use Facebook at all, but the amount of human beings on Facebook relative to Twitter is not close. It's not a fair fight. It's like the ratings for the NFL relative to like hockey. Like it's, it's night and day different. So the major, I like it. You like it. We're in the media. The media loves it. Uh, famous people like it, but like most normal people in America, not only don't tweet, they're not even they don't even consume it. And I think these things become on social media. And if for us, not me and you as much. Definitely, you're better at it than me. I've learned. But I think the media can it just in general networks and people have been conditioned now. Like the conversation on there is the real conversation. And I say all the time, well, I see all these conversations every day, just worldwide, you know, just based on society that are just so angry. And then you just go out in society and everyone's like kind of happy. You're like, God, what the fuck? It's just not, it's not a real world. So I, I always push back to go, if just the conversation starts on social media, does not mean the conversation is real. Now, Mullins, what was the stat on uh, Sunday Night Football that through his first nine games, no one had thrown more yards or touchdowns? Beside Mahomes, Andrew Luck, and Nick Mullins. Like, he was on, like, he rare company yeah. with stats. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly, he had a good game last week against the Giants. But even Kyle shot it down. You and I shot it down. Like, listen, if you've been watching football, the talent discrepancy between Jimmy Garoppolo and Nick Mullins, if you just watch them throw the football, I never really thought they had much in common. Can I say something, though? Because I, you know me, I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said about Twitter. I do think the Mullins... Garoppolo conversation is one if people were in the offices these days like on a Monday we'd roll in and somebody from the sales department would be like Mullins I mean is he going to be the guy just a casual sports take right? okay okay so let's let's rewind before that I think the conversation about is Jimmy Garoppolo good enough is a real human conversation the 80% not on Twitter that are all watching 49er stuff football fans like the, there is legit in the ethos of football consumers, the Jimmy Garoppolo conversation is 1 million percent real. It's an undetermined, we don't know. It's still a work in progress. I, I understand both sides of the argument. I've waned a little bit, and it's just mm -hmm. two, two and a half games. Like We've both like, you know, I don't know. But to me, the Mullins thing, I agree. I think there'd be some casual like, oh, this Mullins guy, fucking Giants, made some throws. But the, the conversation of like, would Mullins, Wally Pip get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo? No. That that was stupid. And that was a little, to me, social media driven, which in 2020, because most producers, executives don't know what they're doing, they just go like, and I watch, sometimes I'll just be watching the local news and, and they use Twitter. It's like, what are, what are we doing? And because they don't know, it's like, I, I get why they do it. It's easy, but it's not real. And to me, the Jimmy stuff is real. Is he good enough? Yeah. But I think those conversations, guy, are going on with Jared Goff, with Dak Prescott. They're going on with fucking Carson Wentz, and they paid him. You know what Carson Wentz's dead cap next year is $60 million. I, I checked on, like, Thursday because I was like, you think yeah, is there a chance? I'm like, no, there's not. You think not. he'll be on the team next year? Yeah, dead cap, $60 million, a lock on the team. Cap going down, too. So uh, Carson Wentz, their starter. He's going to be a third year. of their cap. So these conversations about players dead. are normal. I mean, starting quarterbacks, right? Yeah, <laughs> I called him dead. Entire, That's not what dead cap is. Our, our entire life, though, beside like the elite, elite guy, 
there's always conversations about quarterbacks in college and the pros, right? Is this guy good enough? That's just a that's the number one conversation. It's usually coach or quarterback, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. But to me, the backup thing usually happens with loser franchises. It's I used to see it with all the Raiders all the time with like their quarterback. Hell, they're still going through it with Derek. It's like I got news for you. Derek's probably not good enough. Like, listen, like the guy was around him since high school. I Derek's coming down the home stretch of his Raider career. Like, let's just call a spade a spade right at this point. And with with Mullins, but like Nick Mullins, Derek Carr. Yeah, Mullins can't hold Derek's jock. Like Mullins is not in the in the conversation of starters in the NFL. So look, I mean, you saw a glimpse today. Yeah. Like I started going, got a CJ improved. Is CJ better than him? Well, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think that situation where you get to come in and just start zipping it around is a little different. It's a little Folsy, like from last, last week. week right? Yeah, and I, you know, I'm a Foles guy, but it's why I, I thought, even though I, I was just like, ah, I don't know if it'll look the same this week for the Bears. It's a different animal when it's zero zero. Uh, and hammer that home in my head. It was please, it, next time. It, it was, but um. You know, I think the question now for the 49ers is they're two and two through through four games. And like you said earlier, and you're right, if you said you get three games with Nick Mullins, what happens? Two and one, you take it. Now they play Miami, then they play the Rams, then they play the Patriots, then, then they play crazy. the yeah. Seahawks, then they play the Packers, then they play the Saints, then they play the Rams again, then they play the Bills. So they this week they play the Miami Dolphins. This, I would say, is a must-win game given what their schedule turns into. Um, the only question I have now for quarterback for the 49ers is can Jimmy Garoppolo play or not? Cause this week is not, well, let's hold him back and give him another week in, in my mind. Now we don't know exactly how healthy he is, but for the second week in a row, third week in a row, ankle guy standing on the sidelines, the whole game, Dr. Middlecoff has said, that's a good sign. I think that you're onto something. Uh, I, I want me think- to quote, want me to quote Kyle. Kyle was asked tonight is Jimmy availability for week five. Okay. Not sure yet. All right. Well, I, how I feel about this team is wholly dependent on whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo plays this week against the Miami Dolphins. Because like I said earlier, you saw what – Ayuk only had two catches, but I think he clearly is immediately – he just ha, he's going to have an effect on the game because you see that you have to know where he is. They can still run the football. Yes. Kittle is a man-child. Debo is 100 miles an hour ready to go. Is Jimmy Garoppolo back or not? Because if he's not... Because they, they they are no lock to beat the Miami Dolphins with C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins. They, they, they had a shootout with the Bills. Yeah. Play the Seahawks. The, the Dolphins play today. They were they were right. They were coming down to the wire. The right Seahawks until the end, they scored that touchdown. Beat the yeah. crap out of I, the Jags. You, you need Jimmy Garoppolo back. So if Jimmy's healthy, which it's weird. I, I assumed he was going to play this week, guy. I, I don't feel great about it. Here's what I do feel better about. I don't believe in Nick Mullins. Like I saw enough. Like I, I want. I don't want to watch Nick Mullins. Well, I here's. I got a hot take for it. I don't want to see Nick Mullins play again. If, if Jimmy Garoppolo can't play this week, CJ Beathard's the starting quarterback. I think. Right. Uh, you don't make yeah. that move and then not go back to CJ, and especially with how he played. No, but I, I just think either one of them. Now we we are now week five. We're talking about the playoffs now, right? Given what this schedule is going to look like, this guy's. Could you beat Miami without him? You might, yeah, you could. You're bet. You you should be better than them, right? They don't have Carson Wentz, but Fitzpatrick's no slouch. On a given day, he could put up incredible numbers, and I do think you'd love to see Jimmy get a game before this stretch starts. Afterwards, the other thing I wonder is, and 
uh, Collinsworth brought it up late in the game. How many passes has C.J. Beathard thrown to Brandon Ayuk? Now, he completed one. But then well, they had been a miscommunication hurt, right? in the end and zone. And he'd been the third-string quarterback, so I'd play zero. Now you could argue, well, I'll just throw it to Kittle. But I think you Which need him back. Guy. I think, it, like, George, if we... George blocked me on Twitter one time because I made fun of CJ. We talked about no, that I'm with George when he was months. on the podcast. Remember? And he unblocked me, so, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I, I just think, how many games can you win without Jimmy... How many games can you play without Jimmy Garoppolo and be a playoff team? I think we are right up against that threshold right now. Yeah, I think that threshold's over. I I think it's he's either coming back and they're going to have a shot, which it's going to be tough. But I we'll dive into the NFC West. The NFC is a little open. You know the Bears are three and one, but they play Thursday night against the Bucks. I think you see the Bucks are not a perfect team and they're banged up. I think OJ Howard got hurt. Uh, the the NFC East is just going to get one team, right? We, I think we know that. So it's just, you kind of just, at least you go, well, it's our division. We get to play these teams five more times. The Niners do control a lot of their own destiny, and they play the Saints. They play the Packers. So it's, but it's, for these games, I don't talk about those games in C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins. Like, you get, you rolled C.J. Beathard out against the Packers. Like, I'm sorry. I, you, you rolled Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard out against the Rams. Like, I'm not having a real conversation with you. Like, I, I'm going to pick them to lose. Jimmy's back. Fucking, okay, it's on now, you know? Now, then Jimmy's got to play well. We're just at the point he's back. You're right. He probably needs to get a game under him and hopefully a win just to, like, to go to now the Rams team that played today. But we know, like, when the Rams and Niners play on Sunday night in two weeks, that won't be like, oh, just team going through the motions. like That, that ain't going to be a, you know, four uh, 1 o'clock kickoff against the Giants with no fans energy. Even though there'll be no fans at Levi's, It'll be energy like it's on, right? Because the Rams are going to look, because it's easy for McVay. Hey, guys, these guys were a big part of the reason we didn't make the playoffs last year. These guys won the division. Like, I, I think the Rams will be really up for that game. Yeah, I, I, right? I don't even think he needs to say that, right? I mean, I think is, is every, that, I, as good as am the. Am I getting crazy? Is that game, I know Seattle's the rivalry, but I, I'm kind of fired up for that thing to kind of take off. You the mean Rams, big picture Niners? or just, just October yeah, 18th? Yeah, just. Well, no, big picture, yeah. just Kyle McVay, their teams are solid and well, physical and good. Like, I want that fucking game to matter. It's the beauty of being like a does. Steelers fan, right, is that you get uh, six games a year that you know are just going to be fantastic. Like, you're just going to – it's you're going to love it. Just that when you when you have a team in a division where you just know they play big games. Like, I think that's yeah. part of it is you get the Kyle McVay. But I also think it's good to the – well, I, don't, I won't dive into the division yet. This is about the quarterbacks. Um yeah, I, I'll. If you tell me Jimmy's not starting against Miami, I don't know what the early. What would the early line be on Niners hosting the Dolphins without Garoppolo? 49ers minus four? Six. Six? Yeah, f- five and a half, six. This, what did this game get to? Seven and a half? Eight? No, guy, it was like it was nine, and then I think came back to they eight got to and a half by kickoff. Yeah. Wow. Here, here's what I forgot. And I tried to, and we both did, temper the Mullins hype. Like, guys, there's a backup quarterback, undrafted free agent. Everyone needs to pump the brakes. And just when you watch him play, the boy, the ball came out of his hand. Like, are, are we watching the same deal? I did think, though, not that he was incapable of, but I didn't picture this disaster. Like, it's one thing to, like, try to keep plays alive, throw a pick. Guy, he's throwing picks to guys, staring them in the face with their hands looking at him. And pick sixes. Well, and the pick he threw in the end zone, no one's even around. Yeah. And as someone from the Niners, 
let me rephrase that. Uh, a scouting buddy, a scouting buddy said, "Well, now it's, you've it's I mean, probably I, fair." <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just he he probably is running this shit in in walkthroughs. A big reason I think you see bad picks in the NFL is because in a walkthrough, when you trust your offensive coordinator, it's there. So you just get condition, bang, bang, boom, right? And bang, bang, boom, oh, you know, and he knows it right away. And a good quarterback like Rodgers or Manning or Brady or Russell or Mahomes, like a walkthrough look doesn't kill them because they can pivot when it's not there right away, right? It's not always going to be easy. Like if I take you to the classroom as an MBA student at fucking Cal Business School and I tell you this is what's going to happen in the pitch meeting, this is how the supply charts, and then you get in the pitch meeting and it goes haywire, the best salesman can pivot. Like the best quarterbacks can pivot. Mullins... There is not much pivot ability, right? Even when she saw tonight, like he can make some shit that's not there. Well, Mullins can't. To me, the first Mullins interception is the one I expected, right? The one where that, he's. But do- to me, that's a bad pick. Yeah. yeah. The the second one, you're right. It's like whoa, whoa I thought like the I thought the floor was not that, <laughs> right? Not rookie quarterback throw. But you're right. I mean, I. I, not to make an that, excuse That's here. as awful of a pick as you no, can see. I know. Would and, you agree and, that? Yes, and and I don't want to make an excuse. I don't know. I don't even have the first idea of what it's like to play quarterback in the NFL. Clearly, there are things that are obvious to people on television that are not obvious when you're looking through the through the mask, right? Like, that's a given. But that's one of those where everyone goes, yeah, I know that's a given, but holy hell, what in the world? How does that happen? Did he I, think, I think when you say mask, for people that are not watching on video, mask, he means like an Oculus yeah, or something yeah. on your eyes. I, I, no, I, I, mean, I mean the face mask, not the, uh, yeah. oh, we're going to get a lollipop for this one, Al. My yeah. ears hurt, Chris. Um, I, I thought they weren't doing the game through the mask, but uh, like Kanye, they were going through the wire the whole time. Are you sure they don't pull it down? Well, it's, I, I, would, I assume they did, but then they sounded the same when it was covering when it's not. Yeah. I mean, you're right. They probably did pull it down. And then they just put them on just to be like, Exhibit A during the defense. We have evidence that they had it on. You know, they, we can li- let them leave the state. Or I guess Al can go back to L.A. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I mean, if Jimmy doesn't play this week, do you, you expect C.J. Beathard then would be the next man up? I would be I would think so. stunned if Nick Mullins got when have you ever seen a quarterback it's one thing in if the game's out of hand, but technically it was what, eleven point game, five minutes left, they had all three timeouts. The game was kinda over, but then immediately it kinda wasn't. He benched him. Like that was kind of like get the get this guy out of my offense. Like this no. Well, did this, you see you know, I like how they do the halftime Michelle talks to Kyle and then it says at the bottom of the screen what Kyle says. And a lot of times it's like, we got to play harder. But it said Nick Mullins needs to settle down, right? Like he was critical of Nick at halftime. And obviously there, there, was, a pick. there was one on, I think, on a sack. Yes, yeah, sack. And and you can't now with Kyle, you know, he doesn't want to find 100 grand ever again. You can't see what he's saying, but he motions like throw the, it, it, the screen's blown up. Throw it at his feet. Like I, I can't have you taking a fucking sack here, Nick. And he, and he did the, he did the motion like throw it into the ground. I can't even imagine the mass probably did Kyle a favor tonight. He had to be fuming because clearly there are things that he he spends all week scheming things up, and Nick for the most part is kind of you know screwing the pooch on his offense. Well, and how about the, the first, offense yeah. is his baby? The first two throws of the game he missed. That's why I tweeted after the first series. Kyle was three for three on that drive. Use check. I didn't get a second look. Use check guy wide open. <laughs> 
I'll wait for the all. T- I'll wait for the all twenty-two. But well, I saw the like next-gen stats does like the uh, you know the little circles when they're all moving. Yeah, and he he he's picking up thirty-five to fifty yards. And you know him, even when the guy the DB first makes contact, he's getting an extra five. That that was, I would imagine Kyle wanted to strangle him because clearly early in a scheme or early in a game, Kyle's first ten plays or whatever he has scripted. I think he always feels like in the 20. first couple plays, he's got a big play. If you guys do it, and remember, Kittle told us. He's like, it's crazy. He will say do this, and then if you do that, it works. And clearly, I think they saw something in a, in a run, like you just run this guy off, and this guy will bite. That it will work. And Mullins, I, I mean, guy, that's a... Again, as Doug Peterson said, I think last week, there are no layup throws in the NFL. I would agree but that's as close to a layup throw as you're going to get because he wasn't even pressured, right? It was just, I think he saw him and he kind of freaked and he was clearly amped. I, I, I think here's one, I'm going to end on this. There is something to be said, fans or not, and maybe in golf it's a little different because there aren't fans there and the majors, these guys have been pretty good, but I, I do think in golf you just kind of get into a rhythm as you play. In football, it's like you just come out and Sunday, Sunday night football or Monday night football. And you argued about Loriano on Twitter about the 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 uh, he doesn't know how many people watching. I agreed. Like when he was getting interviewed, these baseball players, I don't even. They don't even baseball. That's not even in their vernacular. How many people are ratings and stuff for baseball players in football though? The primetime games, I think, is pretty clear at this point in time. Like how big the games are, correct? Like how big a deal it is to be on Sunday night football. Yeah. Yep. And the other thing, if you're I, Mullins, I that, you might be thinking this is my last start of the year. Right? That's the other thing you might be thinking going into the game. Or a guy, like, I'm a free agent at the end of this year. I play well. I'm going to get some cash. Yeah. My last you think shot. he lost some money tonight? Nah, I don't know how much he was going to make. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, maybe someone gave him, like, two or I three mean, million. I mean, yeah, if, he, if he had thrown I think he, three tu- two touchdowns, no picks, and for 289, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like he's a vet minimum guy. That's who he is, correct? Yeah. He's just a minimum salary player. John, let's tell the people about Draft Kings where you use the promo code HAM when you sign up. DraftKings.com or, like we do, the DraftKings app. Use the promo code HAM and uh, get your shot at $100 million in prizes. Yeah, I mean, download the app immediately. We got football, fantasy football, weekly DFS going on Sundays. We've been doing 150 people in the games. We'll do another one this week. Haberman finished third last week. No. I... I what won. Did finish? I won. You won it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase. He finished third in uh, was the was the PGA Championship. PGA Championship. You won. Let me rephrase that. Won. And what was your prize? Three fifty. Yeah, like three thirty. Three thirty-seven. I think. Yeah, one. No, no big deal. Uh, he tried to like prop me up today. Like you finished twenty-first today. Like yeah, you won three hundred thirty dollars. You get nothing for twenty first, but you were getting so, so I, mad, I, and I just want you—you uh, you made somebody you turn well, the corner. Yeah, I didn't win twenty dollars. I—I had played a couple spare games in a golf tournament I knew nothing about, and picked guys the I Sanderson? didn't really even know. I won twenty bucks. Oh. Yeah, the Sanderson, Sergio Garcia won. I'm down to play another golf one in the next couple weeks. I think we looked, probably not this week, but the following week. I think it kind of gets going in Vegas. Uh, so we're gonna play some golf ones coming up. Hey, should we do a Monday night? Like, since there's four teams. Should we do a yeah, small do a Monday night game? 
Let's do like 50 bucks, uh, 10, 10 bucks a head or something. Winner take all or just something fun. Yeah, but do like 50 people, make it a smaller game? Yeah, fi- 50 people, $10 a head, like top five place or just something like kind of yeah. aggressive. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now while we're, while we're talking. Keep yeah. doing some DraftKings uh, so, promotion. Yeah, download the app. It's fucking awesome. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, type in promo code HAM when you get it. You can play football. Obviously, football is really fun uh, when you pick sweet players like Haberman did two weeks ago and you win a bunch of money. Golf. It's going to heat up because it's fall series. I mean, people that, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know DFS golf is, I, hell, guy. I, I, I mean, I had Cam Davis and I had Charlie Hoffman. I I, I, I was checking today the Sanderson, I, you know, Mississippi Golf Club or wherever they were playing. I, I was kind of, uh, I'm not going to lie, flipping back and forth between the Raider game, watching a little Sanderson. So uh, that was on Golf up. Channel. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even on one of the main channels. So that, it showed you, it didn't get NBC, it didn't get CBS, it didn't get ABC. It was a golf channel only PGA tournament. That shows you the hierarchy. Now, I'm not going to lie, though. It wasn't terrible. A lot of birdies. Um, you know, a lot of birdies. All right. All right, well, the Ham, so the, the, the Ham Monday Night Football doubleheader is going to go up. We'll do 50 people, $10 each, top five win. You like that? You want to do top three? Yeah, uh, I'd go really aggressive to make it really kind of cool. Because I mean, there's just okay. It's in the Haberman and Middlecoff League. Make sure that's in there. And uh, yeah, here we go. Just one out Sunday night. So make sure you do that. Get in this game first thing Monday morning. Who are four teams? We got we got Atlanta, Green Bay, New England, and Kansas City. Did you wait a second? Did I do this wrong? What the fuck did I do? Did you see the dude that played Cam Newton? In Kansas City's scout team tested positive for the coronavirus. No, the scout team quarterback that played Cam Newton, a practice squad guy, he must be a good athlete for the Kansas City Chiefs, tested positive for the coronavirus. Someone's like, this dude's taking method acting to a whole other level. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, did I do next week's? God, did I fuck this up? See, this is why I shouldn't do it while we're whatever. Well, I'll deal with whatever I just. I just created some game. I don't know what game I created. <laughs> Okay. Because yeah. the quarterbacks well, are Rodgers, Ryan, Brady, Foles, Trubisky. Is this next Monday night? What's next Monday night's game? Oh, you know what I just created? <laughs> what? It's Monday. I saw two games. Obviously, it's Monday night football. It's it's the Packer Falcon game combined with Thursday night Bucks Bears. But it doesn't include the uh, But it other doesn't Monday include the other Monday night game. Yeah, don't enter that if you're listening then. My bad. I will, I gotta focus. I, I my 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 run as a drafting commissioner has been marred with mistakes. It's late. All right, John. Time to talk about the NFC West. This has looked like uh, the best division in football. Um, there was remember I told you one point in time a three percent chance according to NFL.com all four teams would make the playoffs. You've been you've been at you've just been you've held strong. You think Arizona stinks. They got their ass. No, no, I don't. Not, not stinks. Okay. I just think Overrated. that everyone was hyping them up to be a a lock playoff team. I just I push back. Okay. I, I do think they are very talented and they're going to be not a factor. Yet. Like they're going to. You're just saying yeah. you're not yet. I, Chill out. Okay. Seven eight seven eight wins. Seven eight wins. So what do we think about the NFC West now? You'd say Cardinals didn't play well, got beat. Niners didn't play great because whatever various reasons got beat. Winnable game. Seattle. And the Rams did not play their best and won against bad teams. Well, we th- we'll see what Miami, but certainly the Giants are bad. Um, so, what do we think about the NFC West now? Well, Niners are technically in last place, <laughs> quarter way through. Seattle's undefeated. 
Rams three and one, Cardinals Niners two and two and two. But the only divisional game that's been played is that Cardinal Niner game, which was played at home. It's coronavirus, no fans, whatever. But it happened at Levi's. They lost. Like that's not ideal, right? I mean, we said it at the time. Like that's the type of loss that could come back to bite you in the ass. Because if they were three and one right now, even after this pretty. I mean, shitty loss might be strong. Bad, bad loss to the Eagles. I mean, a loss. Just an NFL loss to your backup quarterback. I don't think we'd be like, yeah, no f- injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo banged up. You're 3-1. and one. You've already have a divisional win. You feel pretty good. You like, got Miami. You'd be 4-1. and Because I, I started texting people. I'm like, we got Sunday Night Football in two weeks. Rams, 4-1, and 4-1. Because I was like, who do the Rams play? Do you know what's kind of crazy? I didn't know about this. This is, I, I should have done a little more research when we bet the Rams. They have a four-game stretch where they played the Eagles, then but they didn't stay in the East. Then they came home. Then they went and played the Bills. Mm. Then they came home, and they lost. Or, I mean, they beat the Giants. Now they're going to play the Washington football team. Think about that. You like Philly, Washington in home, the points this week? Buffalo home. Stay home. Yeah, but I don't really trust Washington. So, yeah, I just... I mean, it's, the Niners are in last. I think it's pretty clear Seattle... It's just really good, but they're like a little bit of flawed the coverage issues. Uh, the they don't Rams get, they don't have get some pass line rush, right? issues. Seattle doesn't they get, get a no pass, pass rush. rush. But but again, a little like the Niners last year, four knows four zero, and they they played the Vikings this week. <laughs> so like, are they just going to be five and zero? Like we we talked about last year with the Niners, it was kind of weird with some of the games, the opponents, whatever. But they still ended up eight zero. Yeah, and you just like, well, you could just kind of cruise down the home stretch five and three and be thirteen and three. Well, they should be six and zero coming into that Niner game. Because they play Minnesota, then they play Arizona. They're better than those two teams. Yeah, but to me, the divisional games, is it fair to say every divisional game in the NFC West this year is worth a watch? I'd watch them all if they're on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I won't be shocked at an outcome. Yeah. Like, is Jamal, is Jamal Adams just at his condo with his helmet on, eating chips? Was he, was he, he wearing shorts it, or boxers? I think he's wearing short, like like uh you know the like shorts uh, UFC fighters wear oh, kind of okay. tight yeah. kind of short kind of like rugby ish you just what you wear when you're super jacked and look sweet and anything you know I would no. imagine he's not a big like I shirt don't. around the house guy I don't either, I've thought about but, uh, going no shirt around the house on a regular basis as a self motivator yeah. Well, sometimes I'll do it like in the morning, and then I'll be like, "Oh, my my titty's kind of hanging down." I'm like this is a I, bad I, look. I cut a shirt like two weeks ago. Sleeveless, like, but like tight, you know, so it's like goes way halfway up the shoulder. And uh, was told that I had to get rid of it immediately. Yeah, I, I was at, I was at dinner weeks ago, and there was a dude sitting there in a cutoff shirt, just a really fat guy. And I was like, you know what? I wanted to go up and been like, I admire your confidence. Like, I, I can't even wear a cutoff shirt around my own house and not feel self conscious by myself, let alone go out in public. Right? That's you, you demand. Bro, <laughs> because I, uh, Jamal, but what we're ultimately talking about, Jamal Adams tweeted out this photo of he clearly didn't travel with the team because he has a growing, growing, uh, issue. Close enough. And he was just wearing his Seattle Seahawks helmet, uh, watching the game, like at his house or condo or wherever, with some like chips. Like he had some like, uh, it looked like he had some like pad thai or something. Keep going. <laughs> it did, yeah, it looked good. But to me, like that's every win they every game they win without that guy. They did trade multiple first round picks. Like clearly, he's a big part of what they're doing. Uh, and then the Rams, 
We talked about this, like part of playing the Jets and the Giants. The Niners played well in those games. You don't even need to play well. And the Rams played like shit, and they got to win, and they're 3-1. and one. And really, you go, their one loss is at Buffalo. That's really not a bad loss, right? If you go, yeah, who's your loss in the first quarter? At Buffalo? Like, oh, it's not that weird. Right. You know, the, the Niners have more wins than any team in the NFC East. When you look around the NFC, I it I feel pretty good about the Niners where they are in the hierarchy. But you just look at the NFC West, you just go, regardless of what I think about Arizona, they already beat the Niners. So that we know that's you know? one must-win game on the schedule, right? Yeah, and then uh, if I just... So Seattle plays Minnesota this week. The Rams play Washington. Like I, I think it's fair to say probably win-win. You know who the Cardinals play? I don't. I'll just say, when I say really, really terrible at football, who do you think? The Jets? Really terrible. Yes. So is it fair to say all three of those teams are going to win? Yeah. Decent chance? So you're talking 3-2, and 5-0, and and 4-1, and right? This is where we talk. Like, Jimmy coming back, it's already, like, these the schedule, and the Niners benefit from it too, but eventually the Cardinals get to play the Jets and the Giants, right? Right. <laughs> you know, the Rams got to do it today. It's just part of the deal. I, the Cardinals, we're going to have to take a look at that line, actually. Cardinals, Jets. At New York, but that's early early peak lock of the week. I kind of like what that one's sniffing. <gasps> They've lost a couple games now, and they the Jets are just really terrible. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up while we're talking. I, I think... I, I think probably not a lot has changed in the NFC. I, I do think big picture, when we talk about the NFC, who would you say has looked the best this year? In the in the conference? In the NFC. Is it Green Bay? I'd say Green Bay pretty easily right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, now, Seattle's 4-0. They got one, they've only played three games. Right. So we'll, we'll see them on Monday night. But Seattle's 4-0 also, but I don't think they've looked as kind of pristine as Green Bay has. Um, But their ceiling's clearly they've, just as high. Do you know how I describe Seattle? Now, Ru- I'm not comparing the two Same as every year? I think our love for Russell Wilson and any human that I respect is high. Every human I know will all agree he's a superstar. They're like what the Cowboys would be if they were actually good. <laughs> right? Because the Cowboys, you're like, God, how are they so bad? Seattle is just that version, but good. And part of it's probably just Russell Wilson. But you watch him, you go, how are they doing this? You know what someone texted me this morning? Hmm. That since 2018... Seattle has played nine, nine East Coast uh, 10 a.m. kickoff games. They are nine and it does 0. feel like they, wow. Because even so, I'm like, well, what about the Niners? Aren't they playing the same schedule? They're like, yeah, well, like, for example, last year Tampa was one. Uh, the Saints was one. You know, so they've played some of the games that were just one, not ten. Seattle just, they do play a lot of the, ten, oh, they're just playing the 10 a.m. against the Jags. And they just win, right? The Jets, the Tampa, the Eagles. Like they just they do play a lot of 10 a.m. games, and they win them all. Wow. <laughs> they win them all. Uh, by the way, John, the Cardinals minus 7.5 on my bookie. The 49ers early line against the Dolphins, 8.5. Would you feel comfortable placing our bet right now on the Cardinals against the Jets? Feels like... Or do you want to take... I mean, I, it. look, it's only going to go up. I don't know that I feel great about the Cardinals today, but if we're just betting against the Jets, you, it's just because here's what I will. Here's what I will respect out of the Giants, and I they have played pretty hard most of the year, right? They're just not good enough, and they snowballed them a little in the Giants game. I just think the Jets are terrible. 
Well, we should, uh, when we're done with this NFC West conversation, we maybe we take a hard look at the early lines and see if we want to pull the trigger on a Sunday because we, we tried to get some points today and it was just too many points that we probably got too late in the week. Um, I Look, I, I'll, I said it before, I don't want to keep harping on it, but to me, this whole division, this is, a, is Jimmy Garoppolo coming back or not? That is, when I look at the NFC playoff picture and it's not just about the NFC West. I think it's more so about the NFC playoff picture, right? Like that's really what this whole thing is. It, Could all four teams get in the playoffs? I no. I think the 49ers are better than the Cardinals. Okay. But what if the Cardinals got to like eight or nine? Yeah, wins? I mean Could it's they, possible. They, I just I think the 49ers are better. I think they'll have more wins. I think they might be a nine or ten win. Like if you told me right now the 49ers win ten games, we would take that. You wouldn't think twice about it, right? If I said they win 10 games, well, do you want to roll the dice and try and win 11, or would you just take 10 wins right now? Oh, yeah. No, you yeah. take 10 wins. But I but I, I thought you meant, like, do you think that's possible? I'm like, well, I'm... I'm, I'm so... I mean, I think it's possible, but it's not going to be easy. No. so Because I, I, right now, I'd lean 8-9. Yeah, but who's... Okay, Packers... Better situations than the 49ers right now. Packers, Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Rams, yeah. yes. Are the Eagles at one, two, one? I mean, the Eagles are in the NFC East. I wouldn't so. say the Rams yet because the Rams, like, you still got to play the Niners twice. Okay, that's fair. They're three and one. So it's only one yeah. game. I don't think any of the teams in the NFC East even matter. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are in a better situation because they're in the NFC East. But to me, that so they take a playoff spot. So we do have to con- we do have to give them a spot, right? Do the Eagles have eight wins when the season ends? Eight. Uh. Eight, seven, and one. That feels about right to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're a seven win team. I think they're an eight win team. Or seven, eight, and one. To me, they're in that kind of realm. Is that going to win that division? Uh, if when I watch the Cowboys, I feel like the Cowboys are better than the Eagles, but who knows? Like, uh, I, I think the uh, the Saints are two and two. Cowboys are one and Cowboys are one and three. Do you, do you feel better about the Saints or the 49ers right now? Uh, the Niners. Agree. Uh, but not, I, I thought the Saints had a pretty good bounce back today. Carolina's two and two. Saints or uh, Carolina or the 49ers? Honestly, I kind of like Matt Rule. Uh, no, I'm, but yeah, their fine. team's not as good. The Bears yeah. are three and one. I feel better about the 49ers. Um, so it's a pretty big Thursday night game, Tampa, Chicago. It is. Whoever's going to win be four and one. And I think Tampa, like, Tampa's been really weird this year where I watch him and yeah. I go, like, after the Charger game, I, I was like, Brady threw for. Five, what are we, 369 or something Sunday and five touchdowns? To me, guy, he's throwing two pick sixes. 369. And, yeah, two pick sixes in four games. And the the out route, again, because he, he, your comeback would be, and listen, I'm a Tom he, Stan, but he's he the pick sixes, when did Tom Brady ever throw a pick? He's just, he's not Tom Brady one, yeah. that we know. He does throw, he actually does throw the ball down the field okay. You notice that? Like, they take yeah, a well, ton he, of shots. Like, Aaron's like, yeah. yeah. We got Mike Evans. Wrong. Sure. Yeah. So, but I, I, the, I guess the point is, I feel okay about the 49ers right now, given the the state of the NFC. I think the NFC is pretty clear. There's just a lot of solid teams, and it's going to be a war zone as they start playing each other. Yep. Like to me, it's pretty clear. Like I think the AFC, I guess the Cam Newton thing kind of derails them a minute potentially. But they were they going to beat the Chiefs regardless? I think the AFC is pretty clear. It's like Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, Bills. You know, like teams you got to take seriously. In the NFC, it's it's like, well, if the Packers are the best team, I know the Niners aren't intimidated by them. I don't think Seattle's going to be intimidated by them, right? 
Tom Brady ain't going to sh- give a shit about any of these teams. Arians aren't scared. There's a lot of no intimidation factor. And there's a little, like, the Chiefs aren't intimidated by anyone. But it's like, have, the Bills have never won a big game. Lamar's never won a big game. There, there's just, it's pretty open right now, besides the Chiefs. Yeah. I'd say the Chiefs, and then there's probably a group of, like, 10 teams that if you told me they're healthy, because I'm going to bet on Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to bet on Russ Wilson. I, I, to me, there's still some unknown, like, Tom's older now, Arians. Like, there are some questions yeah, there. Absolutely. I, they, their record is, they have to, every week they're going to have to prove it, I think. And, and to me, the question with Green Bay is, I think Rodgers is basically Mullins. If there's a scale of, like, Mullins is on the scale of really bad quarterback play, Rodgers on the opposite scale of, like, totally elite, sitting with Joe Montana and Tom Brady in football heaven, football play right now. Lazard. You see, he had some muscle injury. He's out. Devontae, I don't think, is playing tomorrow. Like they're the, the Packers do, like on any given game, it's like, who are their wide receivers? This is, and it's not just, well, he's got Devontae and a couple other guys. Like Devontae's gone too. Like he is playing pretty empty handed guy. But this is what he does, right? This to me, what you just described is what sets up perfectly for an Aaron Rodgers primetime game against the Falcons in a shootout. All right, Carson Wentz against the 49ers. We talked about him a lot last week. We've talked about him a lot in general. Um, we were all in on Wentz for a while. He's not looked the same. What was your takeaway from Sunday Night Football? Uh, I would not give up on him by any means, but there are the criticisms right now. He, to me, he still, and he struggled with this last year, is a guy that struggles to like throw change-ups. Like, Carson, not everything can be just a power shot. But he, at any given moment, can make a play where you just went, oh, my God. <laughs> like that, it's just a play where you shed a defensive lineman, you run away from a defensive lineman, you throw a ball across your body, you hit a guy in stride. Even how beautiful – I thought Collinsworth did a great job on that last play. Maybe it's because he's a wide receiver of just like one 1,000, two 1,000. When the guy got a release and Carson let it rip, how long the ball was in the air. And just – I mean, that – that's just the perfect throw to a guy that he clearly is not like has been throwing to for years. Like that was really high level stuff. That's to me where Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman get on the elevator at Levi's go downstairs and go, we can at least take a deep breath. You know, the guy that we gave all this money to that we drafted the, 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 you know, that everyone's like, uh, I mean, they're playing, this was so stupid guy. They're playing the callers on, on W. I love it. Though. This is, that is classic. That's what you it do, is, though, it, John, to set up a narrative. Well, it's very executives that, you know, from the 90s, that shit worked. It's 2020. Carson Wentz probably drives, I'd guess, a King Ranch Ford. I'll just guess a Chevy or a Ford souped up brand new truck. The moment he walks into his car, his phone connects. My mom, for example, is 70. I think she turns 70 something in, a, in later this month. She does not know when she gets in her Libra. car. She has a newer car. It goes immediately to Sirius. She wouldn't even know where you would find terrestrial radio. And she's in her 70s, let alone the kids who immediately go to their phone. He does not listen to terrestrial radio. It's not even, honestly, he might not even understand, like, where do I find it? It's not even in his vernacular. This is just a simple reality of the times we live in. And I get why the executives do the narrative, because it's an easy one. Rip some calls. It's kind of outdated, wouldn't you agree? Just given, so, like, because it's so easy for him to avoid. So like he's not listening to those radio stations. One hundred percent, yes, it's outdated. 
I do think it 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 serves a purpose though on TV, which is here is the conversation happening in Philadelphia. I think the thing that's always really bugged me is when when we say players say they don't hear it, but they hear it. Well, yeah, they hear it. They hear it because they get asked. Everyone saying you need to be replaced. What do you think about that? He's like, I don't really listen to that. Well, he, it's he's a. That's how he becomes aware of it, right? Is because he's asked about it. But a hundred percent, it's not that hard not to listen to sports talk radio. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I've what, I love people who do it, and I but, check but it even from like time the, to time. But it's it's the idea that Carson, like, oh, if he says he doesn't listen, he's lying. It's like, I but even it. like, okay, well. What is? What about the newspapers? Yeah, he ain't getting the newspaper to his house. Well, you know, uh, you, what, you, usually you have like uh, associates that are on Twitter and tell you what what's up if you want to know. But you might be a guy where people know not to tell you. We used to when you walked into the Novacare, and I'd grab one every day. They'd have like the two major papers stacked up. Really? And you just grab even one if even if the back. cover was like Doug's got to go or Andy Andy's time has come. Yeah, I mean. Most people, you just go in the, you know, the breakfast room or, you know, it, it just be the sitting there. were all gone. But yeah, well, no, it was, you'd have to grab it where the, where like the person, when you walk into the main entrance sits, but she doesn't get there till 830. So every coach and player is there between six and 730 walking in their stack of papers. If you want one, they are there. Now, I don't know if they're still doing that. Probably not. But why would, iPads. who knows? iPads with the athletic yeah. scholarships on them. Uh, uh, because one of the one of the narratives night was like, uh, well, I guess it wasn't a quote unquote narrative. It was that Al had asked him clearly, like, "What do you think about Doc Rivers?" He's like, "What?" Well, it's like if he wasn't on Twitter and it was Friday, getting ready to travel, he might not have known that Doc Rivers was the coach. It's easy if you're a quarterback, focus on the game so plan, easy. and not on Twitter slash talk radio to not know what's going on. I, I find it so easy in my life if there's something I'm focused on to block everything else out. I just don't get on Twitter and it's, I could go two days unless somebody texts me about doc, which why would anyone text him about doc rivers without knowing about doc rivers? So I buy that. I, to me here, my thoughts watching him play were a few things. One, I do think they got to be a, a little careful. Now, who am I to tell Doug Peterson forcing Jalen hurts on the field in like weird situations, like the, the bad snap fumble, like I, Carson Wentz should have just been the quarterback in that situation late in the game. But I understand if you want to run the ball, I'm pretty concerned about Carson physically holding up for the rest of his career. And he's already had injuries. But he takes so many big shots. He fights for every yard down the sideline. He doesn't step out. He takes on every defender. He ex- doesn't slide. Doesn't slide. Extends every play. So uh, that's the first thing. Like I, I, I tw- well, he's, Cam, he's, Cam, he's Cam Newton-ish that so way. I, he is not a slider. That's a real concern. In terms of his career what was your tweet? longevity, Jalen Hurts should keep his yeah, he helmet, keep helmet on. on the whole game because I—it's I, not a joke. Like I, he just has to be ready to go in with this guy. So that's the first thing. The second thing is he does—he might just be so inconsistent he can't really win successive playoff games and win you Super Bowl, right? Because he's never going to manage a game if your defense is great. He's going to try and make plays, and he might just not be buttoned down enough to consistently win enough games that it takes to win a championship. But from a playmaking standpoint, he is one of the elite play. He is an elite playmaker at the quarterback position in the National Football League. He just is. He he beat now Mullins helped him, but he beat the 49ers on Sunday. I think with if no, he was on a with team, John with no help, <laughs> Miles Sanders, pretty good player. Okay, 
But he had f- 45 And you yards. could argue Ertz helps at least get other guys open. And, hey, give old, give old Dominion credit. The guy made the play. If I told you right now the Niners for the rest of the year had Carson Wentz as their quarterback, you drive Kyle nuts and stuff, you would feel they'd be a 100% playoff team, right? Yeah. He I has mean, a flaw. The question I mean, is, would, like, would, would the stuff that he screws up that you think is quote-unquote quote, quote a layup, right, would he get better at that stuff? Because Doug seems to be, you would know better than me, a pretty good coach of the quarterback, right? So it's, Well, I thought a couple times tonight, I thought Doug had some moments tonight. Like, hey, guys, this... I think Doug kind of gets talked about like the village idiot. Like, remember, he's won some playoff games, beat Belichick. He did a quarterback sneak where the Niners going all out for it. He goes shotgun, and it's like, damn, they're what do they got? And then boom, right back to the quarterback sneak, and it was kind of genius. It's like that's that's type that's like a Kyle level play. Like that's I, I know fans of crappy teams just be like, you know, when like Gruden, for example. I think sometimes when it goes wrong with the Raiders, you go. I watch probably too much Raider football. I don't even know why I do it. At this I enjoy point. it. That's why we I go, watch it. Yeah, it's like, where's the ingenuity here? Like that's just a, that's a level play of like we got different pitches in the bag, guys. Well, the Alex Ingold touchdown against New England, and the other uh, what was the other play that was great against New England? No, but I'm just saying, like I understand where fans, the teams that lose all the time, you just look for some creativity. Like it's just stuff like that. Like if Carson was on a team with Alshon 100 healthy, Ertz, Goddard. All their offensive linemen, one hundred percent healthy. They'd be really good, wouldn't they? Like, and their defense fully healthy. If the Eagles were fully healthy, they'd be really good with Carson Wentz as their quarterback. When I say really good, like they'd be a 10, 11 win team. Yeah, and he'd have. Do you agree with that statement? Uh, he could throw like forty. Not maybe not forty, but yeah, he'd throw I mean, thirty five touchdowns. Does he? Would he? You're saying they'd win eleven games if he wasn't, even if he wasn't the twenty seventeen version of Carson. No, I'm saying, like, what he is now, if you just stacked his team, like, with all the guys that he has on his roster that are all in sweats, were just fully healthy, I think they would be potent on offense. I think he's throwing it to guys. Now, I I think I would relate him to a basketball player. When you are asked to just carry the load, I think your mindset changes a little bit, especially when you're a younger player. I think, the, like, Brady's and Rodgers, and they, they can just kind of see the bigger picture. I think Carson's still in like this prove it mode. Just think about anyone that's listening. When you're trying to prove it to someone professionally, there is an element of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make sure these guys know it. And as you get older, you realize like, I don't need to prove it this. I can do this. And you just have some levity in your life. You have some, you can just kind of take a step back. I don't think Carson can take a step back because he's fighting this, this kind of elephant and Nick Foles in the room. He, I mean, I don't think he's listening to talk radio, but I think it's pretty clear he's got seven picks in th- four games. He's like, people are probably saying I suck. My teammates aren't that good, so I got to try to make extraordinary plays. And it's easy to play the hero ball. And when you're playing hero ball with dude from Old Dominion, it's a lot of times it doesn't look good. It did that play right. I, it just, it, it, I just understand I him attempting to just carry the franchise, and it can look really bad. Where I think most Niner fans they're watching go. If you watch a lot of football, his talent is immense. Yeah. Remember what I said to you uh, last, on the last pod? If Wentz throws two interceptions, what happens, right? And it was, well, the Eagles lose. Well, he didn't throw two picks. He threw one. And the touchdown play was – I mean, they had the better quarterback on Sunday. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, he made some plays with his legs, too. Yeah. Oh, he's just – Yeah. Wears you out, probably. Herbert? We talked on the last podcast. Herbert can solidify his spot. They lost, but it sure felt like he did that today. We got that game, too, in the morning in the Bay Area. 20-25, yeah. 290. 
like I said, Brady was 369, five touchdowns. But um, the th- the two touchdown throws, I just keep feeling, I think you texted me this, well, you did, because I think early in, last week after his, maybe it was two weeks ago after his first start, I said, it just to me, he reminds me of Kaepernick. And that really both touchdowns today were kind of Kaepernick-esque, right? You texted me Kaepernick after the first touchdown. Both were kind of the same, right? Like fading away, defender coming in, long release, laser beam over the top touchdown throw. How is he not getting? How is he not keeping this job all year? Did you see that Arians after the game went to Anthony Lynn and told him you got yourself a superstar? No, he didn't. And the first thing I thought, yeah, the first thing I thought was like, it was Anthony Lynn going to be here to coach him? They're what one and three. It's just going to be to me. They're going to probably not be eight and eight, but they're going to have a lot of moments. They're going to be one of those like six seven win teams Which that is no one wants to fine. play. Fine, be the be a six win team. Get a good draft pick. That's fine. And let this guy play. And then next year, get Derwin James. Like, they're, how did he not solidify his starting job? Because the lawsuit's already coming if he's going to sue. Right? There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> but it's just, they're not in the same conversation as players. We both, I bet on the Chargers in some parlays that immediately failed. But I, by logic. Not because of them, though. Everyone's picking. Every no, not because of that. Everyone's picking Tampa. Myself, included. I'm just going to go with Charge. I didn't feel good. I'm like, you know, how's Herbert going to look? And he 2025 against Todd Bowles in that defense is no way either of us would have predicted he would have been this good against this team. And with he, they, the they were splat- up 14 nothing. Now the, part of it was a pick six with the splash plays, two humongous splash plays. Right. What was the other splash play? I know he threw the one. I think uh, he threw two touchdowns over the top, didn't he? Yeah, Guyton, and yeah, you're right. The Johnson, oh, two young guys, because it wasn't Keenan Allen or, uh, yeah, he had two basically a 53 yard bomb and a 72 yard bomb. And before the first one, they ran this sweet play where it, like it looks like a zone read, and then as he's approaching the line, he stops, turns, throws parallel right, so the ball is traveling along the line of scrimmage. Keenan Allen's just parked on the sideline on the line of scrimmage. It's almost a backwards pass. And it was a beautiful throw. It was just like read, turn, throw, and then Keenan just bolts up the sideline. I've had the I've had the thought, and I've always been, listen, I'm anti Big 12 football. I'm anti the Pac 12 has its moments where it gets in these crazy shootouts. I don't mind them every once in a while in college football, but I like my conference to just have like an Alabama Georgia feel to be just really physical, tough. I like watching that football. I don't want to see Alabama play Georgia. I want to see Ohio State play Penn State. And just every yard matters. The Because I always want – the NFL is like it, every yard matters. Yeah. And I think there's been a lot of moments this year where this game is a good example. This had a Big 12 feel to it, and I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. <laughs> like I, I think it does feel – Maybe I'm getting soft in Corona. No, it feels different when it's an NFL game, though, too. I think. What do you mean? I think that game, like what you just described, right? Was 38-31. You know, 38-31, but it was just... In the Big 12, that game is 56-48. True, but I'm just saying, like, I I don't want to watch... It it shouldn't be... You don't want it to be 8-7 Tom Brady five touchdowns a day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just... It it was a little... What was the score at halftime? 28-14. Now, the Chargers came storming back. Uh, 24-24. Every drive, I felt felt that team was going to score. Yeah. But I was cool. My point is, I was cool with it. I was I was thoroughly but to me, that's, that game. Yeah, like 24-14 at halftime is not like Big 12 halftime is like you know 30 32-28. 
True. I, I felt better about this. Part of it was you just want – I actually like seeing Brady do well, but you also want to see Herbert do well. Look, Brady had to throw five touchdowns to beat him. Well, I mean, the Cowboy game felt like it was going to be about 60 to 50. Every one of their games. Every Cowboy game feels the same, doesn't it? Is it fair to say that when it was announced that Mike Nolan was his defensive coordinator, it was pretty nuts. But I would imagine just because it was so new to get rid of Jason Garrett. No one noticed. That the vibe in Dallas was like, yeah, there are probably some people questioning it, but at the whole, like, let's give Mike McCarthy his time. Like, it's okay. It's a disaster guy. Like a disaster. I mean, they it's one thing to start one and three, right? But I think if you're the Cowboys, you go, we're scoring 30 plus points a game. Our quarterback every game and just our offense is potent. You're you're taking CeeDee Lamb every week. I'm gonna start using this philosophy too in fantasy. I took Amari Cooper, who Amari had tw- I mean, Amari was great for me. He had 12 catches, 134 and a touchdown. They lost by 11. They scored 38 points, guy. If I told you the Cowboys are playing the Browns and they scored 38 just this offseason, you'd be like, probably win by 15, right? Yeah, but they, they lost by 11. Well, they scored 24 points in the fourth quarter, though. Right? They, they scored. True, but I, but, I, but I just told you they scored 38 points. No, no, I know. You're I guess right. what, what I'm real. saying is you've been, on my, you've been on the Mike Nolan thing from day one, to your credit. But uh, it's to me, it's not. Their offense... The numbers always look so good at the end of the of the day, and but when I watch it, it doesn't look like it looks on paper with Dak. A little bit of the Derek, they're the Derek Carr of a football team of the NFL. It's just not the eye test. Yet the numbers look good, but I'm watching. I go, it's something's way off, right? This is not like I, I'm not, I'm not feeling the pieces of the puzzle all fit together. Yeah, I, I, I the the numbers say give Dak his money. The eye test does not say to me, give Dak his max. Just give Dak all the money he wants. You're right. Because if you're up 41 to 20 something, 41 to 17 or something going into the fourth quarter. No, to 14. I understand. To 14. 41 to 14. So they're down 41 to 14. I understand the Cleveland Browns defensive guys go, okay, let's just kind of go into chill mode. And he starts hitting bombs. And there are. And we've talked about this for years. There are a lot of hollow yards and hollow stats in the NFL. Offensively. Like, there aren't that many hollow stats defensively. Like, you can't, if you've got a really good defense, to me, you earn it. I think a lot of players in the NFL. Now, for example, like Amari. I don't think, well, I'm watching Amari. I don't think he's pad stat. Like, I, I think Amari is like a legitimate wide receiver. But when I watch, like, the Cowboys, all the touchdowns and all the yards, like, Dak Prescott did not have a 500-yard... Like, that's not 500-yard game, four touchdowns. No, you were getting throttled. It's not all his fault. I'm not putting it on it. Like, Mike Nolan is the number one culprit. But, like, you can't tell me 41 to 58, 500 yards, four touchdowns in a game where you were down 41 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. Like, that that wasn't even possible, like, when me and you were in, like, elementary. <laughs> it wasn't even... It didn't exist. So, it's like... the there There is an inflated nature of football and the NFL to me, and that... I'd say the Dak game today is a great example of that. Now, here's the thing for them. They play the Giants. They play sneaky good Monday night game. Arizona-Dallas potentially could be interesting. They play the Cardinals, right? In two weeks? Yep. That's a pretty good game. They play Washington. They play Philly. So they could be, you know, uh, what would that be? Five and three. They could win those next four games. (laughs) You're giving the Cowboys a lot of wins. I know, but these teams... Come on. 
I know, but you the think they, odds are they don't four straight win wins. No, the they probably don't win four straight wins. Well, they look, they're so talented on offense. But I don't feel better. Dak the last three weeks, John, 450 yards, 472 yards, 502 yards, and they're one and two in those three games. Yeah. So I, you know, but 502, I don't even know what to do with that. Do you know the craziest stat of this game, guy? Huh. O- Odell? The Cleveland Browns, no, the Cleveland Browns ran for 307 yards. <laughs> really? Then 307 yards. Well, who ran for him? Because I had Nick Chubb on my, on my DraftKings. I don't think he did anything. Uh, well, D. Johnson ran for 95 Oh, yards. D- did Nick Chubb get hurt? D. Ernest Johnson had twice uh, yeah, as many carries? Ch- yeah, Chubb rolled his ankle and went to the... Odell had, obviously, the big end around for 50 yards touchdown. Hunt had 70. Chubb added 43 before he got hurt. Yeah. Hilliard had 19, and Mayfield had 6. You know you know what Baker's numbers were in a game where they scored 49 points? 19 to 30 for 165 yards. They're not asking him to do anything. They're kicking everyone's ass because they're running down people's throats. And they got Odell. And Odell does look Three kind of, Odell looks alive. Yeah. Jarvis Jarvis had a sweet touch, that passing touchdown. Do you see that? The left-hander? No, but I know. They ran a double pass. I did not see it. I'll pull up the highlight It was here. pretty cool, yeah. Did, did Odell catch Lamb's, it? Lamb's, uh, yeah, touchdown. His first touch. I think it was the first touchdown of the game. They ran a double pass. Oh, here it is. Jarvis just threw a bomb. Jarvis, like, got into it. Wow. He loaded yeah. up. CD Lamb's pretty sweet. I'll give him that. Yeah, Kyle was on CD Lamb, right? Shanahan. Yeah, Ayuk and CD. He was right. I mean, there are a lot of these guys have been good, but yeah. Um, who else we got? Joe Burrow. Good. Turns out Joe Burrow's good. Shocker. I'd say it's a pretty good. I mean, it's right now that draft class. I mean, Tua pretty. I mean, he hasn't played, but. Herbert clearly is a toolsy, going to be pretty good player. This is what Joe Burrow looks. Yeah, I don't want to go star, but I mean, holy hell. Well, I would say to this point, Burrow and Herbert are, when you draft a quarterback in the first round, this is all you want them to look like three week, four weeks into the season, right? It's all you can ask. Because more than likely, your team's going to be bad when you draft them in the top five or six. Yep. So will they develop? So Whatever. We'll see. But right now, you couldn't ask for more if you're the Chargers, and you couldn't ask for more if you're the, if you're the Bengals. I mean, the, yeah. now the... You know, say what you want about the Jags. Now, here's they play the Ravens this this week. I think Cincinnati. They do. Uh, I mean, pr- probably. Yeah. He go. He he plays the Ravens. He's got a good stretch coming up. Ravens, Colts, Browns, Titans, oh Steelers. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that's not easy. Well, guy, I mean, just. Uh, well, he has a couple easy games: Washington, Giants, Dolphins. Then he goes Cowboys, Steelers, Ravens. I mean, he's just his schedule's hard. I mean, he plays the. He plays the Ravens, Steelers, and it turns out the Browns are good this year six times. Right? That's just that's just tough. But if he looks solid in this stretch, I think it only solidifies what we think about him. You know? Yeah, I, I I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of both those two guys. I think it's a really cool quarterback draft because I tweeted something today. Like those guys, to me, there's just so much upside. Both of them feels like Twitter NFL fans are just likable. Like they're just going to be easy. Potential start. Like, the league would love those two guys to become, like, perennial Pro Bowl-like players. I'd say Burrow, probably much more naturally talented. Herbert's tools are better. I mean, Herbert just is the most toolsy of the three. I mean, even more Tua, too. I tweeted today that the hierarchy, I think sometimes we do this. We just set it in stone. Like, 2018, that quarterback draft that had five guys, uh, Baker Mayfield, 
Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Rosen, Lamar Jackson. I said, by no means is the hierarchy set in stone. When I meant that, I wasn't, Josh Rosen's irrelevant now. Uh, Sam is kind of in, Sam and Baker, I don't even know. I mean, Baker's winning, but I think we all acknowledge Baker's not that good. The battle is for the third best quarterback. Well, to me, the battle is for the best quarterback in that group because I think I just mean between those two guys, between Sam and Baker, and that's an argument we'll figure out in two, two or three years. Exactly. I think everyone after last year, Lamar Jackson, MVP, set in stone. I'd say pump the brakes. And Lamar still, he made some plays today. He's an exceptional player. And right now, he's done more in the NFL. Neither one of them, though, have won a big game. Lamar, I guess, has won more. Like he's beat New England. I think he beat Seattle last year. Uh, but neither won a playoff game. They both, obviously, Josh lost last year. So did Lamar. Uh, Josh made some horrendous play. So did Lamar. But I think this year, what we're seeing out of Josh, like what translates in the NFL, if I tell you this right now, he's had he's 12 touchdowns, 70%, one pick. And as some Bills fan, I tweeted out, Josh Allen threw tw- four games, 70%, four TD or 12 touchdowns, one pick. I just tweeted that through four games. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Bills fans, don't forget three rushing touchdowns. I'm like, sometimes you do. Like, he's a great, he's going to get seven or eight rushing touchdowns. So he might throw 38 passing touchdowns. He's going to rush for another six or seven. Here's what I know about Josh Allen. The Bills will extend him after this year. Just like the Texans did with Deshaun Watson and the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes after their third year. Do we know for a fact that the Ravens will extend Lamar Jackson? Especially if they don't win in the playoffs. Just to go like, is this sustainable? I, 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 I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. No, or be you're a, not. I, I just, I'm I, just asking the question. I think it'd be pretty shocking if they don't. I would never say you it's think a he's fact, a th- but I would say it's. it'd be pretty shocking if he did not end up getting an extension. After you think after his third year as a running quarterback with some questions uh, about I, yeah I think all that's fair he hasn't been hurt or he hasn't been hurt or anything I think, but I, I just, think all that's fair I just think you you extend MVPs he's clearly likable and they like him I I like him like I'm rooting for him. I they're clear, I'm actually and they're not clearly like, all in on him but for big picture or just like they have him right now and they're just rolling with it because he is cheap for them right. that's the other thing guy uh, he's not. Unlike, you know, Josh Allen was a seventh pick. He probably makes five or six. Lamar, I think his yearly cash is like $2 million. What What's Lamar Jackson's career record at 23 years old? Really? I mean, really good. Yeah. He wins a lot of games. I'd be sure. I'd be. He's, he's. oh, sorry. That's the Boynton Beach Tigers. That's his high school. I'll get back <laughs> to you. probably but, pretty good, too. Um, it's good. He's 21, I mean, I, Johnny's listen, 21 and four. He's getting extended. But that's not including the two playoff losses. No, I understand, but he was in the playoffs. He's he's <laughs> he's six and one, thirteen and two, and now two and one. We'll see. Yeah, I, you. But is him it getting fair extended for me to say, or am I being a, am, am I being a, am I just being a hater no. that saying that that spot is up for grabs? So is now it that fair we've, to say that Josh Allen has superstar potential. Now that we've established that we don't totally agree on whether or not he'll, he'll be ext- it's an automatic that he's extended. I will say we agree on that that Josh Allen could turn out to be the better quarterback. And that's and that's assuming Lamar let's just continues to be really good. Cuz you would say like well Josh-, Josh has to be an MVP. It's like well he might be. Maybe not this year, but <laughs> clearly if you said of all the guys that aren't established quarterbacks in the NFL, the Mahomes, Rod, all the guys that are MVP candidates this year, right? 
Well, Mahomes, and, he's, Rogers, and Josh is screwed Russ. this year, right? Because Russ already gets no votes, so he's you know he's going to get the votes. Yeah. But in five, if you just said of all the quarterbacks that you'd bet on to win it in five years, what's that group? And that group is Mahomes. At this point, you'd have to say Lamar. And I, the next guy up would be. I think Josh it's those three guys of the guys who haven't won MVPs, and you think would but be he, an MVP he, in five he, years. He, he's he, number one of the guys here's who have my not pushback. won them yet, right? Because Mahomes here's and Lamar. Here's my pushback have. though. The, the different, like why, why is Mahomes we don't put in the same category as Lamar? He wins with his arm. Now Lamar can yeah. too, and he makes some throws, but consistently he doesn't run. Josh, who has some rushing touchdowns, when I think of Josh, and I think you saw it today, and I get they're playing the Raiders, but it worked against the Rams. I just think the way he's playing. How many guys in the NFL guy, the ball that he, I guess they overturned it, huh? They didn't give him a touchdown to John Brown or whoever it was on the, I mean, it's, it, I, I didn't understand the rules. Like he caught the ball that was across the plane. Well, because he, he did not have, they were talking about him going to the ground. To me, it was just as simple. He did not establish possession until the ball, the ball was not was across back, the plane. Uh, yeah. Back in the field just, of play. So he was probably on like the 35 yard line opposite hash doing the kind of like kind of going backwards. Now I, I, he wasn't like off his back foot, but he wasn't stepping forwards. Who makes that throw in the NFL in 2020? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Like Russell can't make that throw. Not, not going backwards. Her- Herbert might. Herbert might, but he almost might overthrow him by about 17 he might yards. Might hit the goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. He has the arm strength to make the throw. Do you know, I, I sit on the last and I'll say it again to me. The, how about the dig? How about the digs bomb? That was like, People like he didn't hit him in time. Well, that was a 50, 70 yard bomb. Yeah, he was late on that throw. Should have been a touchdown. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm. You're right. How far did he throw that ball? I, Arch, Archuleta's like, ah, and then look at the throw. It's like, well, if we're nitpicking. But Archuleta knows how hard that throw is, right? He's guy, been in the that ball spot. ball traveled like sixty yards in the air, and it wasn't even that loop. I know, I know. We're being overcritical. Um, uh, him I and Diggs have something going. Well, it's like we've talked. He is must-watch, first of all. And secondly, he is just, you know, with Darnold, we watch him and go, is he getting better? I I can't tell. Now, part of that's his team, no doubt. But we had this conversation with Kaepernick all the time. Like, is he getting better? Right? And this will be, I think this will be, here's a prediction. I love him. But I think this will be the conversation, like, year three, it'll be like, is, is Herbert, is he getting a lot better? Like, does he improve the way Josh yeah. Allen does? Or is it like, um, now his team's talented, so it might work out. It might be a little smoother for Justin. Her- You're saying Herbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Josh Allen, you watch him and go, his development combined with what they've given him, it is all just, and it, it's all just lining up for him. In the same way, I've got a buddy of mine who played in the NFL, and he tells me all the time, his go to is like, look, I love Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers, he, is still in the league if he's drafted by the Cleveland Browns. I know it sounds crazy, but as someone who played in the league, I'm just telling you, it's a big deal. And we could debate whether or not that, you know, who well, I think knows. you could throw Tom Brady in that, yeah, you too. Could, you could throw right, a lot of we, guys. We yeah. can debate it. It's, to me, one of the most fascinating sport conversations you can have about. But clearly, Josh Allen's in the right place to become great, and he has what it takes to be great. And it's just, it's a rocket ship right now. It is, there. Uh, there's not really a limit to what you tell me Josh Allen could be that I would push back too hard on just because I'm watching it. He's taking like these huge steps. It feels like so fast. Like, are they going to win two playoff games this year? Uh, I'd be shocked if they don't win one. 
Like they're they're gonna win a playoff game. I think they're gonna be favored in a playoff game. A little hard to tell because we I, I, we'd have a better like if Cam hadn't gotten Corona and they had played this game, we'd have a better feel with New England. I just I, I feel like the Bills just have better players right now, right? Yeah. I mean Ed Oliver's making a play. They just they trade for Diggs. Josh is in the peak of his powers. I get not peak of his powers, but I mean coming into his own. Like I, I think you hit it perfectly. He's improved, and I watch him like Carson Wentz. Sometimes like God, he throws too many fastballs. I'm not saying Josh doesn't do it, but for the most part, he's got a lot of touch on the ball. I, I'm just for a guy that threw like 37 percent completion percentage at Wyoming. I, I can't believe how incredibly accurate he's become on just plays like him and Derek. You just watch Derek. Like Derek's not that accurate of a thrower. He's not a natural accurate thrower. He has to really, I think, like kind of like force it, get into it. I don't, I don't think he trusts his accuracy. I feel like Josh isn't even thinking about it, really. He just kind of lets it rip. And I think he's, he trusts whether it's the work he's put in, whether it's just his gradual improvement. He just – I think they say this about the golf swing all the time. When you're thinking about your backswing and then your downswing and then what's it going to look like? You got no chance. You I want saw, any swing I saw, thoughts? I saw a golf photo today of some, the head of somebody's driver. Have you seen this? It's like Zire, no. Z-I-R-E, golf. Yeah, yeah. Dead, I follow Instagram that Twitter account, yeah. Uh, on Instagram. And it was like, it was truly like 12 lines of like typed in small font taped to the top of the driver. So when you're looking down, you see, you know, like yeah. every swing, like 12 different swing yeah. thoughts. Like right foot back, shoulder up, yeah. uh, back Chin swing. Tucked. When you're too, too many th- swing Cock thoughts. the wrist. And I think the best examples, you know, I'd say the last however many, just guys that can play free and that aren't like pocket quarterbacks would be Rodgers and Russell. It's like they just play. And I watch Josh Allen today, like, and I just see a guy that's playing. I see Derek, for example, who kind of like forces it, and it just—I'm not trying to say it's over for Derek, but it's—it's it's, something's just a little off. Now, as someone texted me today, why is everyone on Twitter freaking out? The Raiders lost. The Bills are better. Yeah, they are. So it's like I don't—the Raiders should have lost today. Yeah, I actually, I'm not really shocked that they lost. I do want to talk about the Raiders, John. Let's tell the people about Upstart.com slash ham upstart.com slash ham do not needlessly throw money away every month at high interest credit card debt it's time you check out upstart.com slash ham the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you are more than just a credit score Yep, guys, these are crazy times. Upstarts lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online they offer loans from a thousand to 50 g's guy so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, meet their financial goals. Can't recommend it enough. Free yourself of the burden of those high interest credit cards and uh, get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. Hurry to upstart.com slash ham to find out how low your upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash ham. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Upstart.com slash ham. Because I used to look at them and think, I think they're all right. Just because I look at, they, uh, they weren't supposed to win this game. The rugs thing, again, a big deal. Their defense is problematic, to say the least. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, Jonathan Abram. Well, to me, like you just watch the Niners. Do the Raiders play hard consistently on defense, or is it just is it like baseball? Like you've always said, yeah. If I you just, don't hit, it doesn't look like you play hard. 
well, even though you're trying? Who are their, like, they got Max Crosby okay. They got Jonathan Abram okay. Has I, This is going to sound awful. Has Max Crosby made many plays, though? Has Corey, is Corey Littleton on the field? I, I honestly don't even know he's on the team. I, I saw Vic was tweeting about it last week. I, I think is he hurt? it hasn't gone well. No, I just think that they're not on the same page. Or they got Kyle Juszczyk playing cool. linebacker. I know he's solid, but <laughs> Kukowski, 44. I like Kukowski. There was a ball in the flat uh, to like a Bills running back, I think. And you easily could have been like, oh, that's the – no, that's the – that pass was intended for 44. The other guy's the DB. But they well, just – I think you – Who the flies around on that good. defense? Littleton, I think, was the number one rated PFF. I might be speaking out of turn, but I, I thought he was the number one covered linebacker in the league last year. Like the Raiders signed just cover guys. I don't know because they've never had a cover linebacker. And you watch him, you just would think the Raiders linebackers are just god awful. Like, well, I just don't I, think I they saw make some plays, people. John. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're not even. I don't feel like they're around the ball. Who I, makes plays I mean, on the defense? Jonathan Abram will make one, but the same way he made the play is the same way he's lying on his back three minutes later. Needs yeah. to. I mean, he he's. He does make some sweet plays. In his defense, the TV camera thing, not his fault. Fired, but, right? But he needs, huh? Didn't that guy get fired? Or oh, really? Happened? I missed that, that story. Or... I'm just saying, like, every game he needs, hey, there's a moment up. where he's got to, you know, get help off. And then he comes back because he's tough as shit and he hits hard, but he's just throwing his body around nonstop. Yeah. It's like the Carson. He lays on the field. He, he lays on the field, I'd say, minimum one and a half times a game where you go, is this season over? And then, like you said, he then he gets up, comes to, shakes it off, and he's and like, oh, 24 is back in the game. But he, here's the thing, guy. They have built a defense. If they just had 11 Jonathan Abrams, they'd have a shot, right? They'd have a shot. They have way too many. Like, that guy stinks. That guy stinks. You sign this guy to big money. He's just not any good. You drafted this guy. Now, Arnett's hurt. Their defensive line stinks. John, I they've... mean, obviously – yeah. Their defensive line is just not – I mean, the Keys, the Crosbys, the Halls now and the Texans. I mean, it's just – their defensive line is just a – Cleveland Farrell, does he exist? Like, I I mean, I've watched a lot – I've watched every snap, basically, of the Raiders and he Niners. tackle. Kerry Hyder, I didn't know that much about Kerry Hyder Jr. or Sr. or whatever his name is. You can't watch a Niner game without, like, God, this, who's this Hyder guy? I, I, I could watch – 13 Raider games, and like once they'll be playing the Chargers, they'll have the third string tackle in and be like, oh, Cleveland Farrell out of pressure. Yeah, that doesn't count. Can you do it in a, in a game like against the Bills when you're 17 to 16 and you just need a sack? Like, I, does Cleveland Farrell exist? Guy, you drafted him fourth overall. Like, that's, I, I got news for you. That's usually a problem. There, there's a reason that the, that the Niners had to compound the D Ford and the Bosa. It's because they freaked out that they blew the Solomon Thomas pick. Like, you've blown. The Cleveland Farrell pick. You've blown it. Littleton six solo tackles in a TFL, so he's he's there, but but not in not in the way. I, that no, they, I don't they, feel. They I thought just, they were getting like a Fred. They thought they were getting like maybe not Fred Warner, but like a legitimate stud middle linebacker in, in the modern day. One thing is clear with them though is like Waller, Renfro, Aguilar, Jacobs, Rugs, and Derek. That's good. That's a playoff team. That's a playoff. That's an offensive playoff core. I think. I believe. Do you think they could have beat the Bills fully healthy on offense today? I mean, I look. They lost Allen, by seven. But Allen got knocked out. It threw them off for a minute. Yes. But they lost by seven, 
and Ruggs is clearly I'm not he's not hollow worth touchdown, a touchdown. Hollow touchdown in the that's end. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, no, I I don't assume if Ruggs had played the game, I still would have picked the Bills to lose, to win. Helped it would have helped a lot. I I'd, I'd meet you there in the middle. But they got Can- they got Kansas City this week. Then they've got a bye. Then they play Tampa. Then they go to Cleveland. They play the Chargers. They play Denver. They play KC again. They play at Atlanta. These are not gimmies, but I do think their offense is good enough in most of those games. Like Tampa will be interesting, right? Well, to me, to make the playoffs, you're going to need to get one of those Saints upsets again. Like, can you be? Can you upend Tampa or Cleveland? Because they're not. Are they going to be favored in the Cleveland game? Where's that game? Cleveland, 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, I mean Cleveland could be, you know, by that time, you know, five and two or something, right? But Cleveland's clearly just has a lot of good players. Like that's isn't that obvious when you watch the Browns? Like yeah, they, they have more seasoned veteran guys. Cleveland than the plays the have. Colts, the Steelers, and the Bengals. So yeah, I think that's five and two is win one of the Colts or Steelers games. That might be actually that might be too kind to them. But yeah, at worst four and three. That Colts Cleveland game actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it's the. I wouldn't you be a little shocked if they're beating the Steelers? Yes. Steelers yeah. seven weeks off now. But I'm just saying. So worst case, they're four and three. I know. We'll we'll see what happens with the Steelers, but maybe I'm maybe I'm not reacting strongly enough to the Raiders yet. I still think they're all right, but there it might be that their offense can't overcome their defense. That might be the case. Yeah, well, I think to make the playoffs, you're going to have to get to nine. And I think it's fair to say, like, some of their flaws, when you're that flawed on defense, you could just, like, Justin Herbert could sweep you, right? Now, you could also beat them, but, like, that could be the difference of being seven and nine and nine and seven, right? Because last year, it was like, God, they might make the playoffs for six and four. Well, what screwed them? Sam Darnold lit them up. Somehow the Jags beat them. Because when your defense is terrible, and this is, this is the thing with the Cowboys, who are a better version of the Raiders, you just never know what you're going to get. And then even when your offense clicking, you're like, God, they're scoring a touchdown every time we're scoring a touchdown. When your defense stinks, would you say the equivalent of like having a terrible pitching staff? You're just like, God, I hope the guy can go like four innings a day. I know. You just it, – it's, it's, it's pretty deflating. I think you see it in the college football a lot. You and I know at Fresno State forever, it was like the defense was just so terrible – and that's what I can't imagine being like a Bama fan. It's like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you know, now our offense is good. Like, good luck beating us. Hot take. Just watch. You know, haven't been that locked in on college football, but watch enough. Unless I, I got to see Ohio State, I'd say Bama is the team to beat. Would be my uh, my three week Corona with still with a couple conferences yet to play a snap. Take. Now Bama looks pretty good. Oklahoma. Our guy Spencer Rattler. We got to pump the brakes. Mike Leach beats LSU, loses to Arkansas. Uh, and Arkansas's not good from – I didn't watch him, but – No, bad loss. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.